Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am your host, Ethan Colburn. This week on the show, I have a really, really fun uh, show for you guys. We talked about Legally Blonde with my friend uh, Sophie, so that was an amazing episode. Uh, if you're interested in drinking Cosmos along with us, you can find that recipe on my Instagram at CinefleckPod or my Twitter at Cinefleck. Uh, that was fantastic. Next week on the show, Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, this is our first repeat director. We did Wes Anderson on our second episode with, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. So we're doing Grand Budapest Hotel with my friend Milo. So look forward to that. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into this interview. A law student. Going to Harvard is the only way I'm going to get the love of my life back. For my admissions essay, Action. I'm going to tell all of you why I'm going to make an amazing lawyer. I feel comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life. I object. Her list of extracurricular activities is impressive. She was in a Ricky Martin video. Aren't we always looking for diversity? Welcome to Harvard. I only saw this for the first time, like, I think last year. Or maybe it was like two years ago. I think it was two years really? ago because I was still in college and I just kind of okay. put it on at noon on like a Saturday because it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, and, and like, I was sort of like, ah, this will be kind of like a shit comedy. It'll be fun, <laughs> you know? And then I was just like, I was just like, holy shit. And I was just like riveted. And then by the end, I was just like screaming when the UPS guy and and the nail salon lady got married. Like I, I got so into it and I was like... <laughs> That's it was what it way, does. It was way, way better than I was expecting. And uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic movie. Um, oh, yeah. What's your, what's your experience with the movie? All right. So let's see. I watched the movie and I, I had a similar experience to you. I thought it was going to be a trash, another rom-com trash right. movie. I, I went through a phase in high school where that's all I watched were trash rom-coms because yeah. a lot of my friends just like, trash rom-coms so I was like okay yeah let's let's take a look at Legally Blonde I think I'm like a sophomore in high school and I and it's on Netflix and I throw it on and I'm like oh this is gonna suck and I watch it and it ends and I'm like oh my god that was one of the best movies I've ever seen <laughs> you expect something like that like the title it just it just screams like oh yeah I'm gonna be trashy probably but it's so good it's so good um and it Ever since then, I've, I've watched it like every year. This year, I've already seen it four times because, you know, thanks to quarantine, <laughs> I know. I just, it's, become a, it's become one of my favorite uh, romantic comedy. It's not even romantic comedy. It's like one of my favorite comedies. And it's got like a nice, um, a nice legal story to it because it's just so powerful, you know? Totally, totally. And um, I, 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 I kind of noticed this time that it's so like, it's so pro California and anti East Coast. I, I'm from California. You're you're from you're from the Florida. 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 Like yep. it's very like anti sort of New England and like the old establishment and stuff. It's um I found that part kind of fun. It kinda it kinda seems like they make California all sunny and nice and bright and then they get to Harvard and it's like gloomy. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like the Californian comes in and just slays all these like old people. It's great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, We picked Cosmos for this podcast. Um, You are not drinking today? Uh, no, how, I, 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 I how had, was your I weekend? Had a, <laughs> Tell me about your weekend. I had, a, I had a couple too. So my mom's favorite drink is a Cosmopolitan and I had a one too many uh, this, this weekend and I'm like taking a, well, I have to work tomorrow. So I, yeah. I decided not to tonight, but I did in spirit, I guess this weekend, if that counts. That um, definitely counts. My, we'll count it. My dad makes them very powerful. Very, very. So I live with my parents. I'm at home. I'm working from home and, um, yeah, my dad makes them very powerful, and I don't know what his intentions are when he makes <laughs> the Cosmos. <laughs> I make strong um, drinks, too. It's okay. Really delicious, and it's dangerous because it's powerful, but yet you want a lot of it, so it's like you won't stop drinking it and it doesn't try it. It doesn't feel that strong, either. Like, I'm sipping it now. It, it's not... It's I put I put a good amount of vodka in here, and I am not tasting it, so... Yeah, well, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cosmos, I mean, I think that was a good choice for drink, because it's just... It is like a, a pink color, and that's Elle Wood's signature color, pink. Right. She wears it a lot in the film, uh, as you may have already noticed, and... Um, she also, there's a scene where um, she brings a couple of things to, um, oh God, I just watched the movie, what's her name again? Anyways, anyway, so she brings, um, she brings uh, some essentials to her just because, you know, she feels bad. She's also going to get her alibi there, but she basically brings what she refers to as the Bible, which is Cosmopolitan magazine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, Cosmos, that connects somehow. So it made sense. Yeah, super smart, super smart with the Cosmos. Um, yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, I, I was looking into the history of the drink and oh. basically it was, inve- it was invented in the Midwest, um, in like 1975 when this bartender put a splash of cranberry juice in a kamikaze and, Whoa. and the first person to try it was like, oh, how cosmopolitan. He was like, ha, that's, that's the name. That's for sure the name. Yeah, I like the way in the Midwest. Cool. I actually I went to college in the Midwest. <laughs> right, you went to Purdue. Purdue, yeah, correct. About that. Yeah. yeah. Um, where is that exactly? That that's in the Midwest. Uh, no, that's yeah. in Indiana. So yeah, right, it's right. About it's about two hours south of Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very cold. <laughs> I'd imagine in the winter. Um, it's the it's in the middle of nowhere. We are surrounded by uh, cornfields and farms. And yeah, uh, it's a great college town though, but it is in the middle of nowhere, but it was fun while it lasted. Uh, I actually went to visit some of my friends there um, last weekend uh, and it was a lot of fun to see. It was, it was different. Everyone was with masks and you know, everyone was weird traveling right now. It is very strange, but I'm getting accustomed to it. So that's good. I've sort of changed it. I've sort of changed up the concept of the draft. I don't know if you've listened to any of the or, I don't know if you've listened to any of the earlier episodes, but I usually do a draft of like favorite scenes or characters. Okay. And okay. I've been thinking in our podcast last night, which I, you know, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but we did a draft of like anything you can pick, you can pick anything. You can pick characters, you can pick scenes, you can pick props, just anything that you love about the movie. So we'll, we'll okay. have, we'll have four picks. Um, you can, you can go first. You can take, Take you can take whatever you want. So it could be a scene or a character or a prop. 
It can be literally just anything that you love about the movie. It can be the soundtrack. It can be like oh. a scene. It can oh, be- okay. <laughs> soundtrack. Oh, now we're getting places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, okay. One thing that comes to mind, hold on, let me pull up the Spotify right now because I'm going to pull up the soundtrack because there's this, I, it's probably not my favorite, but this is, I, I've been thinking about this scene all day because it's just so iconic. Mm-hmm. It's her t- turning point. So she basically, so Elle Woods, um, she, she shows up at this party in a bunny costume because she thought it was a costume party. Obviously, she tries to steal Warner back. Um, and he's kind of just like hesitant, obviously, because he's engaged to this girl. And she realizes, like, I'm never going to be good enough for you, am I? And that's when something snaps. And then the song, I, I can't remember the song. Um but it starts playing and it's a montage of her like buying all these things and like getting progressively better in her classes and, you know, participating more. And she's just outsmarting everyone else. And it's just such a great scene because you can just see the transformation of her character come together and she's just like killing it out there. Oh, I just love it. Well, that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. 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 That's a great scene. And it's a great ad for um, 2002 Apple computers. Um, oh yeah <laughs> the, the fact that one. she's like the only one with her little with her little, like orange mac and whatever and, like everyone else is, ha- has these like boring like pcs and stuff um exactly it's a very pro apple movie um and of course now they like have to take it over the world uh but um yeah no that that scene's great i think i think it's like it's also sort of when i think she starts kind of um trying to progress for herself like i think the first half is like it's kind of her trying to go to law school for this guy that she wants to get back warner and then and then and then she's just sort of like no i kind of want to do this i kind of want to make this happen myself and i kind of like i i think that that's sort of a cool moment it is it's a it's a nice turning point there in her character and i just looked up the song and it's called watch me shine it's a super like early 2000s song like it's just it matches perfectly with the vibe yeah for it's, sure. like, it's like super like oh yeah i'm gonna go kick it like we're gonna kick ass let's go and it's just awesome yeah I, I, at one point my mom I, I i think my mom came in at some point like at that scene or after and she just like i was just sort of in the kitchen and she was just like oh my god this is hilarious and then just like sat down and like watch like the rest of the movie with me and I just feel like it 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 totally does that to you you know yeah we were kind of talking about that earlier but uh yeah no it totally does that to you um and it's I think it's just such an easy watch for anyone too like even even if you don't like like movies like this it's just it's super enjoyable for anyone and like me my mom my sister we're all huge fans of the movie like if it's on tv we'll play it even though we've seen it a million times so I get what you're saying oh yeah for sure um, so what would be your first pick? Is it that scene or do you, or, or was there something else you wanted to? I mean, there's obviously like, oh God, there's so many. I don't, I don't know what to do. Cause there's obviously that one scene where she just reveals, like she basically just, uh, she wins the case because she talks about, um, you know, the, the whole, perm. uh, the perms and how like, <laughs> yeah, the perm scene and. Uh, how, um, Linda Cardellini like, with her like with her like hair out to there. She can't risk of deactivating the ammonium uh, glycophilate or whatever. I don't remember yeah. what it was. But that <laughs> scene is just like you're looking at her and she's doing all like she's talking and 
she's getting to the point and you're like, whoa, this is amazing. And that's another thing about this movie is that a lot of people like have, like they underestimate her and she comes back with like full firepower and it's just, oh, it's so great to see. No, I'll probably stick to that one, that one uh, monta- music montage. It's just one of my favorite scenes to watch. So I'll, I'll go ahead and stick with that one as my number one. Yeah, that's a great scene. Um, talking about that court scene, I love that, um, I love that Luke Wilson in that sort of gives her her time like she's stumbling and he's like no no no, like I believe in you like he he, he like I'm, I'm never sad when he pops up in a movie I'm just like always happy that Luke Wilson's there it just it just exactly it just brings me joy I'm just like hey there's Luke Wilson again um he's, he's a great he just brings a smile to everyone's face yeah he's that he's that person exactly exactly like it's not it's it, it's not too cheesy that he's just sort of like a supportive dude like he doesn't he doesn't do much in the movie other than just kind of like help her out a little bit but i mean he doesn't have much of a character but i i think i think that like he's so i don't know i just i just like luke wilson i guess (laughs) but he's 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 awesome he's one of he's better character than warner i'll tell you that he's warner's a complete bonehead (laughs) as hell mentions in the end of the movie yeah yeah partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30 I need a boyfriend that's not such a complete bonehead <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene I love that scene where she finally it's perfect turns him down um for my pick is it it's probably cheating to like take Reese Witherspoon isn't it would you say that's cheating because no, she's not so cheating. I, I mean I, I passed her off but you could choose her that's 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 I guess I guess I invented the game so <laughs> it's all do whatever you. you want I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Reese Witherspoon. I I think this this movie is like I don't want to insult like the plot or anything, but like the plot is only as good as her. Like it's it's her character and like her attitude through all of it that like pull you through the movie. And like if she weren't that good, it just would not work this well. And oh, like a hundred percent. She she yeah. totally she totally makes, makes the movie. Um, it just kind of cut into like Darth Vader mode for me. It was like it was like echoing my voice back, going like it totally makes the movie. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's I don't know what's happening with our Zoom call, but I think it's okay. Um, yeah, she's so central to making this work. I don't know if you have any thoughts on her or her performance, or I'm sure you no, do. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. I mean, I can't imagine anyone else playing Elle Woods, like the iconic character of Elle Woods, as well as she did. Like she owns that role. Like you totally. think. If they if they're gonna remake this movie like as they do, they remake a lot of movies in the future. If they're gonna remake this movie in thirty years, it better be Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I think like, they're making a Legally Blonde three. Aren't they making a third one? Oh God, Does that happened. Does that happen? I hope. I hope. No, they did. So they did a Legally Blonde two, which I I don't speak of that movie. Oh, you don't like Legally Blonde? <laughs> it wasn't too. very good. And then they did a Disney Channel. They, they did a Disney Channel knockoff of Legally Blondes, which is twins. These twins that came out of nowhere. I don't know. It was a bad movie on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. It's called Legally Blondes. I'm seeing this now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Le- Legally, Legally Blonde 3 is happening. Really? Um, with, uh, in May 2020, it was announced that Mindy Kaling and Dan Gore are writing the script. But Mindy Kaling. I like her. Mindy Kaling's writing it. Uh, so that's fun. That's um, promising. But they were gonna film it 
2020, but they delayed it because of COVID and everything. But uh, who's 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 gonna be in it? I think it's Reese. I think this is what I'm saying. MGM later. It's got to be Reese. Reese entered negotiations to star in 20. I, th- I I think I think she's I think she's coming back. I also think she she owns the rights to this, right? Doesn't didn't she produce That's it or perfect, something? Though she hasn't. Even, she's she's also like. I don't know if she owns. I maybe. I mean, I know yeah. that um, there's some there's some fun trivia that um, that uh, I I would like to to point out. Go for it. Um, this for is it. this is something I found really funny uh, that in her contract when she appeared as Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, she, Reese Witherspoon kept all of her costumes after fitting, so she got all of Elle Woods. Oh, that's awesome! I, I think is amazing. <laughs> that's so great. And, Another one is that Elle Woods, um, she wears 40 different hairstyles throughout the movie. And I just think that this is amazing. Like, who does that? Elle that's Woods. absolutely insane. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy awesome. Um, sometimes it's it switched, like, head scene, though. I think my mom noticed that that scene that she breaks up with, with um, Warner, or, like, turns him down um, at the end. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, yeah she's she looks like she's wearing a wig like it it looks like it might have yes. been like it looks like it might have been like a reshoot or have, have you noticed this i mean you've seen the movie a million times i i i i did notice that and people have pointed this out like it's not uncommon for people to for it to go unnoticed um i'm not sure if this was like it may have been where maybe she signed on another project and she cut her hair or something i don't know but yeah it, it, does, come back. it does look like she's wearing a wig in that scene but on in all the others it looks like it's her hair. Maybe she's wearing a wig throughout the entire thing. I have no idea. But maybe they just did a crappy job in that end scene and you can just see it and it's yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be that mm-hmm. it's just that scene that looks bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> uh, what what do you want to take for your, your next pick in anything that you just love about this movie? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Okay, well, we gotta we gotta acknowledge um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge's character. She's she's very underrated. She's, oh, she's so she is, awesome. She is one of the best. I think she just brings Elwood's character together because Elwood's gets to Harvard. And she has no friends because no one accepts her for like she. No one's gonna take her seriously. Right. And she needs someone, and coincidentally, she meets another blonde in the nail salon when she's having a bad day. And she's like, "Yes, I get to connect." Um, and I just love how much Elle Woods helped Jennifer Coolidge's character grow as well as herself. Like they kind of helped each other. One scene in particular that I love is when um, she goes and tries to get her dog back from her ex-husband. I love or ex-lover. that scene. And she basically like uh, Elle Woods tries to, you know, uh, say formally like, oh yeah, um, she is entitled to canine uh ownership or something like like that and the guy doesn't understand anything she's saying and basically she's like tell him paulette and then she goes i'm taking the dog dumbass <laughs> it's perfect and that's a good jennifer coolidge voice actually I, I i practiced just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> also me and my sister always quote that that one scene like we love that scene so. that's such a great scene she's just pulling out all this like all these just like painingless words and just like, and the guy's like, uh, like, what are you talking what? about? According to habeas corpus. <laughs> habeas corpus, come again, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so great. It's so but great. Yeah, I sure, love that scene. Her, char- her character is oh, Paulette. That's her name. God, I, I kept Paulette. forgetting what her name is. Paulette, yeah. Um, yeah, her character is, like, I, I feel like it's a little underrated, but it basically completes uh, Elwood's character for sure. Like, they complement each other. And I really like how they implemented her into the film um, because she's so different from Elle. Like, she, yeah. she's a nail salon person and Elle Woods is a law student and they just come together because they both love like I guess gossiping and you know yeah, painting yeah, yeah. nails and no but I love that it, it gives them a human touch it's it's nice I, I love her character because um and she even supports Elle in everything like she comes to the to the trial in the end with the UPS she guy graduation so yeah, great. yeah the graduation and Elle helps her with the bend and snap oh god that's another great scene that's like <laughs> I totally forgot about the Ben and Staff. The Ben you and Staff is you want. the Ben and Staff is ridiculous. It's like it, it, it's like almost like a it's shot like a musical number. Like everyone's like in their place and they all stand up and start doing it together. I'm like it's iconic. It's, it's so iconic. iconic. And yeah. the musical, I will say, the musical took it to another level. Like the Legally Blonde musical is so much fun. Have you seen I, it? I, I I have not seen it. I've listened to it. Yeah. I'm trying to to find a bootleg online so i can watch it it's got to be one out there but the songs are so great i highly recommend if you like legally blonde i would definitely just you know listen through the whole album it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah for sure for sure mm-hmm. um i think this is my second favorite jennifer coolidge performance um is is this your favorite of her stuff i i love her so much in um pest and show that's just that's just like Absolutely iconic. Have you seen that movie, Best in Show? I don't know. I I, oh I haven't God. seen a lot of Jennifer Coolidge movies. It's just like I think this is like the main one I've seen her in. I mean, she's kind of a character actor, so she'll like pop up here and there. But Best in Show, a, she's pe- Best in Show. I've heard really good things about it though. It's it's a Christopher Guest comedy. It's like so Christopher Guest was in Spinal Tap. He didn't he didn't write that, but like he 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 he, he was sort of inspired by that to do all these like documentaries and stuff so it's a mockumentary mm-hmm. about like a dog show and so all these people are like types of crazy dog owners it's it's so it's so so fun and like there's so many great like oh my gosh celebrity cameos in it it's 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 a great time and so she's like she's like this rich lady who's married um to this like super old guy but she has like a lesbian affair with um her her dog trainer Jane Lynch and so it's like her and Jane Lynch are like hooking up it's it's so fun I I love that movie so much um Parker Posey is so great in that too Christopher Guest is a director oh wow this is a and Fred Willard Willard. is like the announcer yeah it's so fun Catherine O'Hara Eugene Lee oh my god yeah what a great cast I need to watch this you need to watch it it's one of my favorite comedies there's so many dogs there's like so many, even so many cute dogs yeah oh i need to watch this it's a great time this is a uh, movie i've never even heard of before i need to watch <laughs> really yeah no absolutely you definitely need to check it out um i think my next pick okay i'm i'm between two things i'm between mm, i'm Wait, gonna say before, before yeah yeah go ahead before you before you, you you say that i will i will point out um i I totally forgot that Jennifer Coolidge was in this, but she's like the evil stepmother in a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. That's another one that I, she's just so evil in that. And before I, I watched Legally Blonde, I had seen this. So 
when she came up in Legally Blonde, I'm like, oh, it's that bitch from another Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's so completely different. Her range is awesome, by the way. Like, she's just so great. She could be a bitch, but she could be, like, super awesome and cool and, like, funny. She's really, like, she's great. I think for my next pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the interrogation courtroom scene. Oh, yes, of course. I that's, think, that's I, think the- I have to take that. The That's scene with the, the perm. Yeah. Um, and you get to see her. She's sort of, she's commanding a courtroom for the first time and she's sort of struggling. And then all of a sudden she kind of perks up and and she figures it out. And it's, oh my God, it's so satisfying. I just, that, that yeah. That's definitely my pick here. Any thoughts on the courtroom no, it, scene? No, it's, it's such a great scene. Oh God, it's like, it's so great. It's probably up there with my top five favorite moments of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just perfect because you can see her like she's she's unsure. She doesn't know what to do at first. And she's like, you got in the shower. And they're like, yes. And she's like, you got in the shower. And she's like, yes. She's like, why did you get in the shower? And then the judge's like, I think the defendant has made it clear that she was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> And you washed your hair. But then, and, but then when she said she got a perm, it clicked. You see her, like, her face bright. She's like, oh, I got her now. She's lying. <laughs> and that's when you know. And then, oh, God. And then she just kind of makes it her show. And it's just perfect. It ends perfectly. She gets what she wanted. She wins. And you just, all you want to do is cheer. Like, you're just so happy for her at that, that point. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I completely agree. It's a, it's a agree. badass moment. It's a super badass moment. I, I did have like a minor um, nitpick after uh, after this watch. Like I think, I, I, it seems like her big moments are through her intuition and not so much her knowledge of like the law, right? Like it seems like it's like this and like her realizing that the guy's gay. And it seems like her moments in the classroom where she's starting to like figure out like how the law works and stuff like she seems like she's catching on but she doesn't seem very good at it right Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem like she's totally figured that out i i have trouble i have trouble thinking that like a student like that would have aced the lsat like she did i know speaking of yeah so she got so do you know what the highest possible score for uh, the LSAT is? No, but it, she's pretty close to it, right? Yeah, so she scores a 179, and the highest is a 180. So that puts her <laughs> was that puts her in the top 0.1%. That's so incredibly hard to do. And I know this because my sister, she's actually going to get her results for the LSAT on Friday because she, she wants to go to law school. Yeah. And she's, she's just there. Like, she's taking her practice LSATs and she's like, how does Elle Woods get a 179? And all I'm getting is a 163. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So her, her motivation was Elle Woods, but, like, it's so incredibly hard. So for it's someone to get hard. that score, that's the thing. For someone to get that score and then, like, be a little, a little confused on the class – and. Here's the thing with the LSAT. I'll, I'll provide some insight. Yeah. The LSAT is like nothing at all what law school is like. I have a couple of friends in law school and they're like, yeah, the LSAT is nothing like law school. Law school is a completely different oh, monster. Okay. I guess the LSAT, what it does, it's, it's a standardized test uh, for the way of thinking and what you have to do at, in law school. So that's why maybe she did well on the test, but 
in the classroom, she struggled a little bit because she wasn't comfortable with the, the subject matter or whatnot. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. Like some of her brightest moments were her intuition and she went with her gut. Um, it's not necessarily which, like her command of the material, which is, I feel like the kind of smarts that you'd need to like ace to standardize tests like that. Exactly. But it also shows she's like, as well as her intuition and her, like, you know, she's going with her gut. She's also very confident. Like you can right. like, see her confidence build and she's not afraid of a challenge. She also says that um, when she's asked uh, what think um malum or you know she, she's she's been asked a question in professor callahan's class and she goes and changes her answer she says I, oh i picked the dangerous one because i'm not afraid of a challenge and i really <laughs> like that because that 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 fierce confidence is what drives her motives in the movie and i i mean honestly without that i don't think she would have gotten to the to where she was in the end of the movie like that's just that's a nice quality i love in her and it inspires a lot of people to you know be more like that in a way Totally. It's her confidence that sort of takes her through. I, I love that scene. Um, I love that scene early on where she runs into her ex in the hallway and he's like, wait, wait, you go. And she's like, oh, oh, it's hard. Really? Like, <laughs> it's just like, that's, 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 that's one of the most iconic quotes of the movie. I think that's, I think that's my, my, that's not my number three. I think that's my, okay. my favorite that I'm going to go with that. that scene of the you quote. brought it up and I'm, that, I think that that one scene yeah. where, where, okay. Act it right now because I know it like in the back of my mind. But she's walking down, pretending not to see Warner, and then he's like, "Oh, L," and she's like, "Oh, hey, Warner, I totally forgot you go here." And he's like, "I'm sorry, are you here to see me?" And she's like, "No, silly, I go here." And he's like, "You go where?" And she said, "Harvard Law School." And he said, "You got into Harvard Law?" And she's like, "What? Like it's hard?" <laughs> and it's just. And it's just like after she said, after she says what like it's hard, she says, "Oh my gosh, Warner, this is gonna be amazing. We can do all this stuff together. It's gonna be like, um, it's gonna be just like uh, Cal or just like uh, old times, except for funner." <laughs> and he's like, "What? I can't believe this person's here." And it's just hilarious because she's just she's so carefree. Like yeah. I mean, she comes off that way because she's like that. I mean, I mean that's the kind of person she is, but underneath she's a go-getter man she's she's a hard worker and you know she goes places but a lot of people just see her as like oh yeah i just want to have fun and party yeah. which is i mean there's no such thing as like someone who wants to go have fun and party and also work hard which it shows in the movie that she can do both she can do both she's she's, she's yeah, a versatile I, lady <laughs> i'm going to say that scene is probably it's up there with one of the best scenes um it's super quotable and uh super it kind of proves people wrong like yeah I could be blonde and I got into Harvard law school. Screw you. I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it kind of flips the script on a lot of like, there's so many movies that are like Carvenge of the nerds, like, like kind of thing where they like, they, they, they take some like gorgeous actress and they, they, they put like, they, 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 they give her like classes and stuff and, and, and pretend she's not that pretty. And, and like, and, and, and then she like is teased and stuff. And, and, and like, I think this movie kind of flips that whole thing where like Elwood's is just like awesome. And like on top of a sorority. And I feel like in a different movie, she'd be like the antagonist of the story. I think it's kind of exactly cool. Like it, like it, it, it flips the script of a lot of these like 
oh, like the nerds are the heroes. Like the nerds are kind of the enemy. They're kind of all like teasing her and like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting that way. No, it's I, interesting you brought up that point because you see a lot of like the smart people like Vivian Kensington, the girl that's engaged to Warner. Uh, but like she kind of picks on her a lot and you see them become friends towards the end of the movie. And for the, for the, mo- uh, for, I guess, um, for most of the amount of the movie, she's seen sort of like the antagonist, but then it's, you come to realize it's the professor that's the asshole and the one that you should have looked out for in the beginning. And I, it's kind of like a twist in a way. Cause you're like, it is. Oh God, what the heck is this guy doing? Um, and then you have Vivian Kensington, she comes to her senses, she dumps Warner, and she's best friends with Elle, and it, it, I like that. That's a nice, like, kind of twist turnaround. It is. Um, I think it's yeah, it's your turn. I, I, I picked the, what, like, it's hard? You picked that scene. Okay. Uh, gosh. I think I'm gonna take the UPS guy. Oh, he's so great. He's so great. Um. He's, like, says no words, and is, like, one of the best characters. <laughs> I think they cast the perfect guy. I don't know how to explain it. He just, he, he looks like a UPS guy and he's not, he's, he's not like too good looking. Like he's kind of got like a nice grin, but like you could see him like working as a UPS dude. And he's rough I, around the edges. He's sort of rough around the edges, but like sort of good looking dude. And, and like, uh, I don't know, just every time, every time he pops up on screen, I'm just kind of like, teehee, like... <laughs> He's back. I, I don't. Bend and snap. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's like the directing or if it's like the acting. But like, hit every every time he pops up, I'm I'm so I'm so happy for that storyline to progress. I don't know. <laughs> it's so simple. It's literally so simple, and it's implemented so well in the story because it's just like so small, but it makes a giant impact, especially on Paulette's life because there's that one scene where he comes in and he's like how you guys doing and she just smiles and then he walks away and Elle's like oh, are you is this the only interaction you guys have had and she says sometimes I say fine instead of okay <laughs> and it's just like oh my god oh yeah the yeah it brings out like the soft spot of Paulette which I think is nice in their development totally totally I'm you, all these characters have so much depth people don't realize <laughs> yeah yeah and i yeah and 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 like i always love a good like side love story in a movie like i just I, every time there's sort of like a side love story that just like takes a couple minutes out of the plot and these two characters that you didn't think were gonna get together get together i'm just i'm just a little happier i just like that movie just it just it makes me a little happier than it did this is a great oh, one yeah i mean it brings it more yeah it, br- it brings something better into the table for the movie. Like, I, I love that. It just, yeah, like yeah. you said, it, it makes it makes people happy. And this, it, Legally Blonde is one of the movies that if I'm feeling down, I could rewatch it and it'll instantly lift me up and I'll just like feel more motivated and inspired because it is an inspiring movie as well as funny and smart and witty and just, just plain good time. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do want to point something out. It's an interesting um, trivia a uh, fun fact. So I have in front of me um, people or uh, actresses who were all considered for Elle Woods. Oh. Would you like me to list them off? What would, would happen if if they these people? Honestly, I could think of maybe two of these that would have. Okay. Worked. Anyways, so Charlize Theron. Well, what do you think? Uh, two thousand two, no. Charlize Theron. Um, 
she's beautiful and awesome in 2002, but no, I actually, you know, I've, I've seen her in kind of ridiculous, what ridiculous, no, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, like, like she's, she's got, like, she's, she's got sort of a masculine energy to her. Like, like she's feminine, but she's also kind of got like a masculine side, which makes her mm-hmm. so good in like action movies. And Elle, she just has to be like adorable and bubbly and really cutesy. Exactly. And I don't think Charlize Theron has the cutesy. The cute bubbly look. Well, I mean, she wasn't, I don't know if you saw Longshot uh, with Seth yeah. Rogen and I Charlize I hated that Theron. movie. Did you like that you movie? You didn't like it? I liked it. Oh God. I thought, I, was, I thought it was fun. I was expecting to like it. And then I just felt like nothing landed. I was really disappointed. Yeah. Bad. All right. So the next actress that was considered for Elle Woods was Gwyneth Paltrow. 2002 Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. I, I, I don't can think, see it better than Charlize Theron. I don't think it would have been a good movie. I think, I think, I think like she could have been cast in it. And I think like it would have worked. But I don't think it would have been, I don't think it would have been iconic. I, I don't think it would have been, she doesn't have the same charm as Reese Witherspoon. No. I feel like she would come off as pretentious almost. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think that like, that's a movie I could see existing, but like it, it would have, <laughs> it would have lowered the quality. So that's exactly. my Gwyneth Paltrow thought. All right, then we got, um, Alicia Silverstone. Yes, I mean Clueless. Yeah, yeah, she could do it. She could totally do it. She could hundred yeah. percent do it. It's it's like yeah, I, like clue, this and Clueless. The characters aren't that different. I mean, they are, but they no, like, they're not that different. But um, I definitely think uh, Elle Woods' character is a lot smarter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. She is a little older because she's in college, or she had just graduated college mm-hmm. from like law school, and then. Um, uh, share from Clueless is still in high school figuring things out. So it, it, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see it for sure. I mean, they're different characters, but they have a similar like charm, I think, like like the actresses do. Similar so charm. I, Alicia Silverstone could do it. And it would, I, I, think it would, I think it would be iconic. And maybe she'd still have a career. Exactly. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe she's an avocure. Um, so the next one is Katherine Heigl. Did I pronounce that right? No. No. Next. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your thoughts? <laughs> no way. Honestly, I think she'd just come off as um, a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be charming. She just, you'd hate her. I, I mean, all. you'd hate her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would hate to say it, but all of her characters she's ever played are just really hateable characters. Yeah. They're really hateable. She's good at playing hateable characters. And I think like and Reese Witherspoon. Elle Woods needs to be likable. She needs to be likable. Like, like, like I think that the, she's annoying but lovable like she plays that line perfectly and i think that's that's just like a hard line to play i don't know exactly no it, it, and it's perfect because she's not too annoying where the point like oh i don't like her too much no you like her like even even the most like <laughs> stuck up person could like this character honestly yeah yeah, yeah she just sure. brings so much to do so okay the next character uh, the next person that was considered ooh, this is an interesting pick christina applegate oh I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. I'm gonna say could work. I'm gonna say could work. I think she's I think she's really really charming. Um, she's and, charming in a way that y- it's a different kind of charming. Honestly, it's a different charm. Know. She wouldn't be as bubbly. Um, I think it would. 
feel more like a revenge. It would definitely be more sarcastic, I think. Be more sarcastic. Be a sarcastic Elwoods. <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, I think it would be more of like a revenge a sarcastic movie. Sarcastic Elwoods. Like I think like yeah. Christina Applegate would get a little more intense with it and make it like like I'm gonna like get these guys back. But I think I think that like I think it could have worked. It would be like like no, it would be I like. No, I see where it's coming from. Yeah, it could work. No, that it, it could work, and I and she she's done some she, she some of her work and she's hilarious too. So it'd yeah. Be- so I feel like some of those lines, and I feel like she would be a little, like the sass would be there. She would be very, like low-key yeah. shady, She's but got like still like, oh yeah, I'm awesome. And like, I think that that would be a very cool Legally Blonde. She definitely got the <laughs> sass. Sassy blonde. <laughs> sassy blonde. Sassy blonde. Sassy Legal Blonde. Interesting. Okay, so next one up. Why would they consider her? Mila Jojovic. Jo- Jovovich. Jovovich. She's in video game movies. She's in like oh, Resident. Oh, I, I say no. That, she's too intense. Yeah. She's too intense. I, I honestly. I think she'd want to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't say just because I haven't seen her in anything remotely like this. I'm just, I'm going to say no, but like, I genuinely don't know if she like had a nice audition and like, showed some but uh, yeah i mean it's a it's a no i haven't seen her in anything like this i know she's always in uh she's been in a bunch like of uh intense movies and honestly like uh, but also i mean it would it would have been interesting to see someone like that uh i don't know she has she has like a vaguely foreign accent like that would not have worked for like a sorority blonde right i mean she's 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 from ukraine yeah like i I, like how could she be all like sorority i am sorority girl like that's horrible. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> like, no, it's you I, do not cut that out of this. That, <laughs> keep that here. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I can't I can't That's see it. Staying in the podcast. Fair. <laughs> cheers to that. But yeah, me 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 neither. Yeah, cheers to that. Uh yeah, that's um I can't see her in it. And then uh the last one, I actually don't know who this actress is. Or maybe I do and I'm being dumb. Let's see, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wasn't um I always mix her up with Sarah. Oh, she's in, like bad, because she's in bad horror movies. I just, I don't know what I've seen her in. I, I, I like, I know of her. I don't know what I've seen her in. So I, I'm going to lean no. But, uh, I mean, she's got the look for it, I think. Like, when you kind of look at, like, her younger, I yeah. think she could kind of pull off, like, the look of. She could pull it off. Sorority girl. But I don't know if she'd have the wit and the charm. So I think what it comes down to is Alicia Silverstone would slay and um, Christina Applegate, Christina would, Applegate would, would be a very different movie, but she, she'd sass everyone. She, it would still work, but honestly, I don't, no one can replace Reese Witherspoon. No, it comes down to like, yeah, Reese, Reese is now, iconic. I do have a question. So those were the actresses considered back then. You, could you think of anyone now that if you were to recast the role of Elle Woods, who would you recast it with? Like, who would you recast it her with? It's a great it's a question. Great, great question. Um, this, this is a hard question. I, I don't even know. I asked you. <laughs> I, think, I think my immediate thought is that, like, there aren't as many, like, rom-coms and like, I guess this isn't really a rom-com, but like Grace Witherspoon starred in a lot of rom-coms and there just aren't as many films like this. And so there aren't as many like young actresses um, doing stuff like this. I guess, I guess they'd have to be, they'd have to be like kind of of 
college age. I have a really, I have a really like out of left field one. Okay. Like just, just like, could, I mean, could Emma Stone do this? I mean, okay. She's a little older now, obviously. She's like 30. So maybe like. But I feel like easy A Emma Stone would knock it out of the park. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like I'm thinking of like young Emma Stone. Yeah. She could have. She could have done something really good with the role. Like, I feel, oh, God, she would have definitely brought in a different character, but it would have worked really well. I think what you need to do with this movie is you need to take someone who is on the Disney Channel, and this can be, like, their breakout role. Like, this, you know, I think um, Debbie Ryan comes to mind. Like, I don't know if you've seen Insatiable. I mean, the other, like, one from the Disney Channel that might work, the only problem is I can't see her as a blonde is Selena Gomez. Yeah, the blonde won't work, but the blonde was, won't work. But like, especially and 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 now Selena Gomez is different from like Wizards of Waverly Place. Selena Gomez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could now Selena Gomez like? Could she do the role? You know what? I just thought of like the one of the perfect people that could play. I don't know if she okay. could pull off blonde. Lena Meester. She Le- plays. Le- uh, Le- do you know? Do you know who that is? Yeah, vaguely. Lena vaguely. So yeah, she, yeah. She she plays she plays the most like sassy bitchy character on um, Gossip Girl, but she's like so confident and like super like oh I can do anything. So I think she'd play the role really well. It's just she'd have a lot of sass in it and very a lot of shade. But I think that she could play the role very well. It just came to my mind because she stars in a movie with Selena Gomez um, back in 2011 called Monte Carlo. Another trash movie I love. It's actually not, <laughs> we, we it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's, it's pretty good. And it's one of my, I love, I love watching. It's one of my, my sister's favorites. So it's great. But yeah. when you brought up Selena Gomez, I'm like, yeah, but I think Lena Meester could do better. Lena and now Meester. that I'm, now that I brought that up, I just keep thinking about Sharpay Evans from High School Musical, Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> <laughs> I think could maybe pull it off too. I think she's like 40 now though. Isn't it she could like, work. It could work. Isn't she like super old? I think she was like super old when, when she did High School Musical. Yeah, everyone was. So yeah, they're older now, but I hate that. It could have worked. No, you're good. Um, just one last one. Would, would Taylor Swift work? No, absolutely not. She's I haven't seen serious. her act that much. Uh, she's not a very good actress. She's very stiff. She does have the right um, ideals and morals, but yeah. I don't think she'd work. Uh, she's not a very convincing actress. Um, I, I, it's a nice thought. I, 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 I would tell her to stick to singing. And oh, we we didn't even mention the dog. That dog is so cute. No. The chihuahua. The dog's Loser? iconic. Well, I mean, the Different. second movie is all about. So the second Legally Blonde movie is all about the dog finding love, and it's so stupid. Oh no! <laughs> it's really dumb. I mean, obviously, I watched it, and I'm like, this is a pain in the. Like, I, I'm just gonna stick to watching the first one over and over again because the second one has nothing to do with the first one really, and it's just about the dog and something happens and it's. Uh. Have you seen the one with the twins? Yeah, but it's been a while. Is that one? Been- is that one worth watching? No, it's I'm assuming so bad. not. But like, is it it's is it so like bad. so bad? It's good, or is it just like painful? I don't remember because I okay. watched it as a kid and I haven't seen it since. So I may have to revisit it just for fun. Here's another. I feel like well, this is a good this is a good question. I know uh, Rachel McAdams did uh, Regina George for Mean Girls. Do you think she'd be good as Elle Woods in Legally Blonde? Too old, but yes. I mean, too old now, but like uh, no, but like back in the day, I feel like she would have made a. Rachel McAdams, she's so she yeah. She could do it. She could. She do has it. range. She could do anything. I she, I think she's 
She's one of the best, like, working. Any other, um, any other trivia points you wanted to bring up? I'm sure you have more. Well, I do have a fun fact. So yeah. I don't know if you've seen um, Cruel Intentions. His Reese no, Witherspoon. So Reese Witherspoon was, oh, that's a great movie. Um, it's like Gossip Girl, but on steroids almost. So Cruel Intentions, I don't know if you've ever seen Dang- Dangerous Liaisons, um, or if you've heard of that movie. I have heard of it. Um, it's basically like a more modern remake of Dangerous Liaisons, but set in the 90s, like late 90s. So it's got oh, all that, that you know, perfect. 90s funk to it. But Reese Witherspoon and Selma Blair, who plays um, Vivian in um, Legally Blonde, they they actually starred together and appeared in Cool Intentions before Legally Blonde. So they've worked together. So that, that was the second time they worked together, which I think um, oh. was it's pretty interesting fun fact. Another one last fun fact I'm going to mention here because I cannot go without mentioning um, this. So, so Emmett, uh, uh, who's playing Luke Wilson, um, in a scene jokingly asks uh, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Elle, uh, how do you think I'd look like as, uh, look as a blonde? And that was a reference to Luke Wilson's real-life brother, Owen Wilson, who looked similar but with blonde hair. And I thought that was a nice nod to him because it's just like they're always making fun of each other somehow through references in movies. So that's a nice little... Yeah, that's funny. I didn't realize that was like directly about him. Like I, 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 I did instantly think of Owen Wilson. Like I was just kind of like, ah, you'd look like your brother. But then I didn't, I didn't realize that he was also referencing that. That's, that's pretty funny. That's great. It is, it is a reference. And, and then Elle responds um, to his questions. Like, I don't think you can handle it. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great response. Um, I, 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 I did just realize that we're going this whole podcast not talking about our harvard admissions video oh my god that's not the video <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so many different scenes in the movie where you're just like oh jesus just we just spent too much time with everything else oh yeah that harvard's admission video if i could get into a law school with a video like that i think my problems would all be solved that's just crazy i genuinely think my i i i, I think my favorite quote of the movie is when she's like she's like i could use legal jargon in my everyday life and then some guy's like and she's like i object i object <laughs> yes and she's and it's she zips perfect. the smile back to the camera oh my god it kills me i love when she calls a board meeting in the sorority with her sorority members and she's like oh our our, our maintenance staff has has changed our toilet paper from uh you know nice and fluffy to generic all of yeah. those uh, not in favor. Please say I. And they're like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's so it's so cute and creative. And it's just because you see when it ends, um, you see all the Harvard admission board. They're just like, what the heck did I just watch? <laughs> and then then they try to get her in because they're looking for diversity, and obviously they want her because she, they're like no one they they had never seen before. They're, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's a good time. That's a great, great scene. I forgot. So- to, yeah. She, she says later in the movie that she got a Coppola to direct that scene. Dedio, which which Coppola do you think she would have gotten? Back in early two thousand, probably Sophia. I mean, would it, would it have happened. been Sophia? No, I mean obviously, yeah. like it's it's fictional. Yeah, it, but can't, like, be, it can't be Francis. He's, he's it can't too, be wait, Francis. Way too, way too sophisticated. I mean, maybe Nicolas Cage. He's technically a Coppola. Nicolas Cage is a is a Coppola. So so um. Roman Coppola is a writer. He probably wouldn't have done it. Um, Gia Coppola, since she directs stuff, she directs stuff. Yeah, she but I was think so- Sophia's then. more notable. Yeah, but would she have been able to get Sophia? 
okay, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's an I mean, I don't know. Joke, well, but... th- think about the movies that Sophia has done. I'm thinking right now Bling Ring, and it's, like, super similar to that, that video she made, so I don't know. Sophia had already done the Virgin Suicides, though, so maybe she would have been, oh. like, hard to get. So maybe it would have been, like, one of the Coppolas that's, like, trying to, like, figure the shit out and just, like, maybe. you know, around campus. I don't know. It's just, it's just a thought. Catch. I didn't even realize she had said Coppola when she said, I got this person to direct my admissions video. <laughs> Kay said something like, ah, I even got a Coppola for it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that completely went over my head. That's a great catch. I've seen the movie a million times, so that's great good. Um, I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah, I love that line. And then the other line that I that I loved um, is when Selma Blair is heading around kind of like all, all the different um, do- tours and saying, oh, I got a party this Saturday. It's bring your own Merlot. <laughs> you're on merlot i love that line it was such a throwaway line and it really got me this time i was dying at that (laughs) bring your own merlot to the harvard party it's a good one and then yeah i mean there's just so many other scenes we could talk about but we'd be here for i guess guess, all night what we touched upon today is what i wanted to talk about i'm i'm so glad we were able to have this conversation it's been so fun yeah, for sure. It's been super, super fun. Um, to wrap it up, uh, I have my guests usually say a line in character um, of any movie that they choose. So it can be this movie. It can be, I mean, it seems like you have your Plagally Blonde impressions down if you, <laughs> if you, if you want to pick something from this movie. But um, it can be in the character... Oh my- gosh i mean i've already done a bunch of them you have done a bunch of them (laughs) i have a favorite quote from la la land is um i think i have it it's it's my bio on um facebook i changed it because i i'm like oh this is the best quote ever but it's like nothing not an impression but just like one of my favorite lines um and i can say that yeah go for it and it also it also applies to i guess the whole um the letterbox community we're in um so the line is people love what other people are passionate about. And that's one of my favorite lines from La La Land. And it just, cause it applies to, I mean, who I am and what I love to, uh, to do and to, and my hobbies and stuff. And, and it's happened a lot, like with my passion and love for movies and music, as I display my love for them to my friends, they also become really interested in it because I don't know, it's maybe my, it's my passion for it. So yeah, people love what other people are passionate about and that's what makes Letterboxd so great is because they listen to people um, uh, say what they love about all, like the movies and everything. So yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And uh, that's, a great, that's a great line. I don't remember that the first time I saw it, but I'll have to, I'll have to check out La La Land again. Uh, thank you so much for coming Please. on, Sophie. This has been awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag and I will see you next week.